Okay, good morning. Today's class sponsored by Anonymous in the success of her job, stubborn Amuna, happiness and health for her daughter and herself, and to find a husband. Hashem grant you all that your heart desires. Also, the Unishmat, Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, and Rav Sion Ben Neima. Also, Rav Shalema, Rav Shalom Ben Yavna, and Rav Daniel Ben Sara, and success in Yerachemaim, Av Elisha Vadavak Adil Ben Elisheva, Shefer Elisheva, Emet Ben Elisheva, Reina Malka Vatova Basha. All right, great concept today. I was, uh, after Shavuot, I received a very, very, very big light. And after a big light, as always, there's always that big, big, big uh, contraction. And I've been in pretty much in a contraction for about, uh, I don't know, 48 hours, 40 hours. A contraction, definitely uh, not the same energy as I got in Shavuot, which is normal, obviously. This, actually, the, the Jews themselves sinned because after they received the Torah, they didn't want to contract. So they went right into the golden calf. So this is teaching us that we can't remain high all the time. You can't remain spiritual high. All the, it's not realistic. Um, just like you can't be in a, in a relationship that uh, you can't be in love 24 hours. It's not realistic. Um, so obviously after the contraction, you know, the first thing that goes when you're a contraction is speech. You have nothing to say. You know, you feel like it's a very common thing to not be able to speak after you receive it. Because remember, you're building a new vessel. So a lot of that is the processing. And I, I've gone through the ups and downs so much, I, I can own roller coasters already. I can literally own roller coasters. It's my, it's my, my whole life is, is just the one roller coaster. Ups and, it's, it's, I'm, it's now I call it the, the wave. I don't call it good, I don't call it bad, I just call it the process. So I, I thought about today, what really, what, what, how do we really get back? How do we get that spark again? What, what really do we really need um, just to really, really hit our goals. Like what's, what's practicality? I was thinking about the practicality, and all of a sudden, I started getting thinking about all these P's. All these P's started coming to me in prayer. So I came up with pretty much six, six P's. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven P's that you should do, and three P's that you shouldn't do. So practically, anytime I want to hit a goal, for example, so this is just a cheesecake party, such as anything you want to really, really do to really optimize it, you really, really, really need to develop it. Rab Nachman says you, have, you, have to, you can start, start with your goals in mind, but at the end of the day, our whole life pretty much comes pretty much taking potential to actual. You're here in this world to develop your potential, and developing your potential requires tremendous amount of work. We can connect it to the seventh sphere out, but ultimately the whole goal, the tachlis, the point, is to get it from potential to actual. We all have potential gifts, but not everybody actualizes them. We know that a thousand times. It's who can actualize it. What are the steps really to, to take your goals from potential to actualize? This could be from any kind of, any kind of habit. You could use the same formula. For habit, you could use the same thing for marriage. It's pretty much the same formula across the board in your life. So the first thing you need to do is you need to prime yourself. It's very, very important. Wherever, whatever direction you want to go, our sages tell us that joy opens up the mind. So before we tackle any issues, before we start trying to hit our goals, we have to be the simcha. If I would tell you what is the Jewish law of attraction, the Jewish law of attraction is simcha. Joy is a Jewish law of attraction. Our sages tell us to a point where you have to borrow it. If you have to borrow it, borrow it. If you have to fake it till you make it, 
faith that you make. Whatever you need to do, you need to put yourself in a state of prime. In a, in a prime. So the first one is priming yourself. Priming yourself in a state of simcha. That can also be considered a form of surrender. Just priming yourself to a point where everything is good. Putting yourself in a position, putting your mind in a place where nothing but good exists in the world. Because with, when you get the prime, that activates the emotions. When I'm, when I'm trying to take... The difference between I'm giving a class like with energy, and then energy comes to me, versus today we're going to talk about chapter 6 in the Mishnah. Blah, 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 blah. I, I'm not receiving anything, but there's no energy. So priming, priming pretty much puts yourself... I would say the same thing. You go to a gym, people start working themselves up. You know, they start stretching themselves, they work themselves up. Even when you go to a... You know, anytime you see any sports, nobody just shows up and shows up. Everybody creates, they warm up, they, cre- they prime themselves. Some athletes even visualize uh, victories. The Russians, there's, there's studies showing that they put themselves in visualization studies. So priming puts you in, the, puts you in a mood. The second thing you need is presence. First you need priming, then you need presence. Presence in Hebrew is called kavana, intention. Presence, when I'm intent, my presence. Our sages tell us, or Rav Nachman says, that there's a, there's a name called, that the, the name ani, Aleph Nun Yud, is where all the blessing comes from this name. This name is the numerical value of the word 61. What does Ani practically mean? And Ani, and I will bless them. Aleph represents, we all have a concept of Aleph. We all have the good points in ourselves. We're all tzaddikim, that's the Aleph. We all have that Aleph, that potential. The Nun represents your mouth, Yenon, and the, and the Yud represents the, the mind. So having Kavana, our sages tell us a prayer without kavana is, is, is like a body without a soul. So it's very important. Whatever you're doing, you have to be present. Because I could be trying to get married. Next thing you know, I'm thinking about a hundred things. I'm not present. So I'm, usually when we don't follow these steps, we end up aborting these missions. Presence gives you energy. So we need to put ourselves in a position to presence. So practically, where are you going to get more presence? If you do something earlier in the morning. So the second step is definitely presence. You have to be present in that goal, present in the process, present in whatever you're dealing with. Presence. I can have presence recognizing that I'm rising or I'm falling, but I'm still present. I'm present that I'm falling versus present that I'm rising. It doesn't mean it's good or bad. It's a process. That's the second. You really need presence. Whatever, in marriage, what does marriage look like without presence? It's a disaster. All they care about, are you present? Are you present in the relationship? Are you present in that goal? Three, you need prayer. Prayer or pleading? Prayer changes our consciousness, pretty much. The reason why we have to pray is prayer changes our consciousness. And our sages say everything goes through thought, thought, speech, and action. So you have to go through the speech. The speech is basically God created the world with speech. You create things with speech. You need speech. We cannot just think about it because speech actually makes it go from potential to actual. Speech is actually the words that come out. Do you understand? Speech can actually, basically, also speech also is an expression of your desires. It's an expression of your consciousness. 
you know, you hear a conversation, you hear the guy's speech, you know everything that's in his head already, just by hearing him speak. You don't have everything else. Speech is an expression, so that's another thing we need, constant prayer. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Prayer also creates the vessel, but most importantly, prayer. Yesterday, I did not pray at all. Did not, couldn't pray. Couldn't, I didn't, could not even say one word. I was completely speechless. And my mood was off. Off yesterday. Wow. Irritable. Every little thing bothered me. I felt so much energy that was just storing. And, and, and I see the difference. When you don't pray, you just, you, you just have all this energy that you don't even know what to do with it. So what happens? You can just get irritated and, and there was like nonsense. It was just, yes, there was just nonsense irritability because I didn't express myself. I didn't express what I was dealing with. I would have expressed it. I would have got, let it out and not kept it in. So you need prayer because you remember anytime we're going to hit, anytime we're trying to go deal with a relationship, deal with a goal, you're going to get frustrated you're going to get frustrated. That's part of the process. It's called the, the breaking of the vessels. You are going to get frustrated. There's not, it's not possible. Because remember, in order to build a vessel, it has to break and, and, and come again. It has to break and create a new one. Every time you break one, there's a new one. So that process is not fun. And if you don't have the, the ability to pray to God, give me, the, give me the patience, give me the this, give me that you're never going to end up developing those goals. Those goals would just be frustrated. And this is what Ram Nachman says. You have to have a lot of prayer. Prayer, prayer, prayer just actualizes. And most importantly, prayer gives you the ability to, to vent out your frustrations or to express what, what's going on in your heart. So we need a lot of tefillah. We need a lot of prayer. We can, remember we spoke about this before. The reason I ask myself, why in the world what in the world am I doing that is attracting a thousand people in Park East when other rabbis are ten times more smarter than me, much more intellectual than me, but they're not getting the results I'm getting? It's because these classes have to... My, I'm going to shove the prayer in your face a thousand times until you get sick of it and you do it. Because you're not going to get results until you pray. Bottom line, that's exactly why we spread, express this. Why is we not, why are we getting so many people break? It's because they started talking to Hashem. They started talking. Just knowledge, again, before, it's not going to get you anything. We see this clearly. Do you walk into every synagogue and you see religious people happy? No. But they're learning about Imuna. Clearly, you don't see it. So there's obviously, it's not going in. It's not going in. So that's another thing. We need constant tefillah. We need prayer. You cannot stop. If, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if, if a person is not being able to speak, speak about not being able to speak. Do whatever you can, but just let the words out. It's exactly how I got this class. I said, creator of the word, I don't know what to say. I, don't, I can't speak. There's nothing, there's nothing in my head. My mind is closed. I can't feel. I can't do nothing. Help me. And then the words came. Things came. It just came afterwards. I put myself in a complete place of surrender, and then the words came afterwards. Otherwise, there would be a... I couldn't even... I didn't have a... Couldn't even think of making class today. I didn't even know where to start. What to, my head was just all over the place. But I, I thank God I was able to get back. So priming is the first one. Presence connects you. Prayer makes the vessels. Number three, passion. Remember, there's always a different. We, we, passion does not exist. Does not. Sorry, passion. There's always some kind of passion. 
there's a passion to do the wrong things. So what we need to do is channel the passions. What do, what do the other types of passions do? They make us cold. So what we need is we need a lot of passion to get the goals going, to get the potential going. You need to be passionate. It's extremely important. When our cre- uh, Rav Nachman says, passion, and if you look at today, there's a book called Grit. There's a book called Grit that basically spoke about people that were able to, to, to overcome tremendous amount of challenges, not because they were smarter, but because they had more passion and perseverance, which we're going to talk about. Passion and perseverance is the next one, but passion is definitely part of it. If you're not passionate about something, there's a good chance you're not going to end up developing that. You have to be passionate about whatever you're doing. That is going to wake you up without an alarm clock. If you're passionate, you wake up without an alarm clock. Period. If you're not passionate, you need a lot of alarm clocks. And what's the difference? A great quote by, uh, I forgot his name, Simon Sinek. It says, what's the difference between passion and stress? You're still, it's that one is, you're still getting the same energy. But if you don't like what you're doing, it's stress. But that's, that same stress, now you convert it to passion. See the difference? I'm still getting the obstacles. But if I don't like what I'm doing, it's called stress for me. If your relationship with your creator is stressful, then already your mind is in the wrong place. Could you be passionate without being passionate about something in specific? No, you have to. Passion ultimately creates ratzon. Remember, ultimately what we need to do is create this desire at the end of the day Manifest into passion. Passion is the key. But that's a result of desire. And desire is a result of wanting more. Not being complacent. Not being comfortable in life. We, we were, everybody's like, you know, how many books you read on romantic models? Everybody wants the passion. Everybody wants the passion. You need passion. You need, you need that in your life. So gold, the purpose of obstacles Technically, we're not supposed to break you. We're supposed to make you. Rabbi Nachman tells us black and white. The reason you have obstacles is in order to make, to, to develop more desire, to want it more, not to say it's too much for me. We just became, again, this is the, the, the new mindset today. Before it used to be uh, poco trabajo, mucho dinero, right? Which means very little money, a lot of work. Now it's, Mucho dinero, a lot of money, and poco trabajo, very little work. That's the 222 version of what the world is going through. You have to pay a lot for very little today. Baruch Hashem, thank you Hashem for, for Biden. Thank you Hashem, thank you. So that's the mentality today. I want everything, I don't want to pay, I don't want to work. I don't want to work. No, 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 you need, you need tremendous desire. That's the passion. So anytime I see that I myself, why am I slacking? Why am I, where's, what's the passion? Where's the passion? So you got to light yourself up. you got to light yourself up. And that's where our sages tell us, re-begin. It's not a science. Start over. You have a bad day, press the reset button. Light, you can always light the path. Remember, the soul, the soul is always, always on fire. But we just sometimes, it gets, oh, there's other winds that are taking it. So what we need to do is we need to be more passionate. When you lose that passion... That's the beginning of everything. So you have to be very passionate about what you're doing. Then, you need perseverance. 
Because remember, passion itself is not going to get you. Leos are very passionate, but those relationships don't always last. You need the perseverance. You need the, the water in you. The water is the perseverance. That's water signs, the very per- they have perseverance. If the water doesn't go through here, it goes through here. Water doesn't stop moving. <laughs> so perseverance is ultimately how you can start working and developing that passion. Because remember, I can be passionate and then the passion's over. What do I do? You need perseverance. You need to be able to go in his bodhidut sometimes and, and say, creator of the world, I'm sitting here until you open up my mouth. I don't care what I do. I don't care. I'll be here all day long until you, I'm demanding you give me speech. You can have that kind of chutzpah when you pray. You cannot say, oh, I don't feel like it. It's not for me. Uh, I don't know what to say. No, you're demanding, creator of the world, I am struck dumb. I have nothing to say and our sages tell us that when a person's speech is in exile, the shekhinah is in exile. So we the creator of the world. You're in exile in my life. My mind is in exile. I'm pleading with you to come back, just like the Jews pleaded in Egypt. So you can demand and be very aggressive. You can be extremely aggressive spiritually. And they have to give it to you, no matter who you are. If you say, creator of the world, I need Shmir Atabrit, I, I, I want to stop sinning, they will give it to you. The reason why you haven't gotten it, because you haven't prayed for it enough, period. All these guys complaining, I love the hard, hard. You're not putting in the time, end the story. End the story. That's why you're not getting what you're getting, period. It's not a matter of not getting, you are not putting in the damn time. And you guys don't have enough leverage to recognize how much you need these things and how much is ahead of you. And this is exactly what the Yetzirah does. The Yetzirah's job is to make you cold. Recognize that. Anytime you feel cold, you should look at a sense of urgency. Just like you have an air condition in your house and it's too cold, you have to lower the air condition. And if it's too hot, you got to put up air. Bottom line, we don't just sit there and watch the, the thermostat and just do nothing. It's heaven's teaching you what you need to do. Run or return. Whatever you got to do. Run or return. But you have to take up the heat. Remember we gave that example of boiling water, right? 202, 202 boils. 201 doesn't. What does is, what is, what is boiling water do? Creates steam. <laughs> what does steam do? Makes a train. <laughs> you can move a train by one more degree. So you have to turn it up. You have to turn it up. That's one thing, Baruch Hashem, that's a Scorpio mentality. They don't, they don't give up. They're stubborn, but they, if they use their energy the right way, they move trains. So that we all have that potential. We all come from infinite. We have to turn it up. That's where you need a lot of, a lot, a lot of perseverance. It's going to be a long haul, 40-day challenge, long haul, tough days. But perseverance ultimately builds self-esteem. Very low perseverance, you lose your self-esteem. Because you say, listen... I can't even stop doing this for 10 days. What does that say about me? It means I'm not a guy that's going to be able to take a long-term decision. I was hearing, and you need to understand something very, very important, just off topic. Ramanus Friedman said a beautiful concept, which he spoke about many, many times. And he says, man's job in this world, believe it or not, even 2022 version, is to become a giver. You will ultimately thrive in life when you become a giver. You're here to give. You're here to give to your wife. You're here to bring to your wife. When you become a receiver, that's when everything's going to go south because you lose respect. 
your wife will lose respect for you. So when you're watching porn, you become a receiver. You become the woman. <laughs> How good could that be? Now you're a receiver. You have to be the giver. You understand the problem? When you become a receiver, all pipe, all spiritual pipelines shut off. Where did this problem begin? Adam and Eve. Adam should have influenced his wife not to take from the, uh, from the forbidden fruit. But instead, he was influenced. That's the beginning of the... Of the that, that little chapter, it will tell you pretty much everything about life. Because when you don't have that, what happens? You lose respect. Love is not going to do enough for you in marriage. You need respect. And if your spouse doesn't respect you, you don't respect, that's where everything goes south. Respect is more important than love. Studies are showing that. Love is not enough. It's respect. And when a woman sees she doesn't respect the guy because he can't control himself, this is the guy married? What the heck is this? This is the guy married? She loses respect. And she despises you. This is why you have to control these things before. To get a grip on these things because your wife's going to lose respect for you. And when she loses respect for you, that's the beginning of everything else. Beginning of everything else. Remember, it's very, very important. Kingship. Kingship. We are kings. Walk around like a king. You might act like a, like, like a turkey sometimes, but you still have to remember you are the king. You are the prince. It's not an easy road, but we need the perseverance to be able to recognize I cannot win in my life if I am a taker. Period. In every aspect of my life, I cannot win in my life if I am a taker. I will only win if I am a giver. Understand that. Because when you give, your creator uses you as a channel. But when you run away from responsibility, you become a taker and you become the feminine aspect. Basically, enough said. Use your imagination for the rest, where, where, where that's going today. Everything's crossed. Today, the whole world is crossed. Everything's backwards. Backwards. Complete backwards. And only one place to go. Go in the ark. Perseverance gives you that faith. Perseverance gives you that, keeps the ball moving. That's it. You fall, you got to get up. You got to get up. If the, if the tzaddikim, the biggest of the greatest, have fallen seven times, what do you think me and you are going to have to deal with? <laughs> what do you think me and you are going to have to deal with? If they have fallen seven times, they got up. What do you think me and you have to deal with? Just start getting good cushions for your knees. Enjoy the falls and just get up. You know, one thing in the, in the rooms they say, which I, obviously it's not a Jewish thing, but they say when they pray, they hit their knees when they pray. As soon as they get out of bed, hit their knees. Because they pray on their knees. We don't pray on their knees, obviously. But the concept of staying humble, that means you can't, if you're already on your knees, how much can you fall? It's a good concept. You're praying up, you can't go very far. But don't expect this any process in life to be easy. Then you need patience. So we spoke about priming, that puts us in the right state. We need presence that connects us. We need prayer that makes the vessels. We need passion that keeps the ball moving. We need perseverance that get, allows you to get up. When you have those days that are not consistent with your, you know, you, you have a relationship, you thought you're getting married, next thing you know you're questioning the relationship, you need constant perseverance. That keeps the fuel. Then you need patience. Rabbi Nachman tells us that patience is a result of faith. Faith gives you patience. 
When you have faith, you have patience. Because remember, we are building a vessel. We are building a new, a new you. It's not something quick. Patience. You need to have a lot of patience. It's the most important thing in life is having that patience. It's not instant gratification. Starve the distraction. Starve this online media nonsense that people are showing you. Only the highlights. They're not even showing you what's really happening. All you're seeing is highlights. They're not showing you all the schmutz and the, and the garbage that they're going through. They're not showing you the tough days. They're just showing you the highlights, which is completely nonsense. If you had any intelligence, you would know how difficult marriage is, and you would know how difficult it is to struggle. Show the struggle, but show also. You should show both. Don't just show the, 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 the trophies. Believe me, people who, who hit the trophies don't even show you the pictures anyway. So that's very, very important to understand that. You have to have a lot of patience. I've had tremendous amount of patience on the goals that I've gotten. Some of them have hit after a year. Some of them two years. But all of a sudden, they come through. Because you don't stop. You cannot stop. You cannot stop. And that is humility. It's not in your control. Your job is to put the effort. The results are up to your creator. So you have to be patient. Those are, the, those are pretty much the seven things. The three things that stop the process is one, procrastination, which is rooted in fear, never having the right moment, waiting for the best moment, waiting for a perfect sunny day, 65 degrees to start running. You'll never run. Start running in the rain. Start running in the rain. It's never gonna be easy. So you need to starve procrastination at all costs. This is a big Libra problem, procrastinations. They have all kinds of anxiety because they always wait in decision-making. Air signs have a very hard time with procrastination. They wait always at the end because they can't make a decision. So they wait till the end. So you have to wait, starve the procrastination. Starve the perfectionism. But what happens if I fall? Enjoy the fall. Enjoy the fall. Perfectionism is very too much concern with what are others going to think about me. Nobody cares. Most of the times you could put a 500-pound gorilla in a room and nobody would even notice it. Nobody's thinking about you all the day. Nobody's thinking about... Stop with the self-absorption and the perfectionism. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Start living with the who cares mentality. I have to do my, my, I have to stay in my lane. Who cares what people think? Nobody cares. They have their own issues. And if they're judging you, that's their problem. That's not your problem. Starve the perfectionism. And starve the pride. At all cost. Starve the ego. So those seven things are going to get you there. And these three things are going to put the brakes on the process. May Hashem help us all, but we should all... Today's P day. Just think P's. What, where, what P can you fix today? Priming, presence, prayer, passion, perseverance, patience. Six things, sorry. I said passion two times. So six things. Priming, presence, prayer, passion, perseverance. If you want a little bit more of the science behind this, on perseverance and passion, there's a great book called Grit by Angela Duckworth that gives all kinds of examples on why some Navy SEALs made it 
and pretty much showed that EQ is much greater than IQ. Today, it's not enough to be smart. You need emotional intelligence. You need to be able to develop emotionally to hit those goals. IQ is not enough. That is not enough. Today, they, before, if I'm smart enough, I'm going to get here, here. Not enough. You can have very smart, but have low self-esteem. You could create self-destruction in your life. EQ, emotional intelligence, studies are showing is greater. We could teach our children this. Instead of saying to your kids, you're smart, you're stupid. You got a grade? Oh, you're so smart. You didn't get a good grade? You're stupid. No, no, no. The worst thing you could do is do that. Why? Because you're labeling him. So what happens? You tell him you're smart all his life. He gets, a fa- he gets an F. Oh, now you're not so smart anymore? So what do you do? You lose the identity. So what you basically tell, good studies are showing that if you did good, you did good because you worked hard at it. You're smart, stupid, you know, throw, don't throw labels. You did good because you worked hard. You didn't do good, you didn't put so much work. So at the end of the day, the kids programmed, it's not even about my identity, it's not my intelligence, it's if I put the work in, I'm going to get the results. If I don't put the work in, I'm not going to get the results. End of story. We eliminate the low self-esteem name-calling and labeling that pretty much you could see how much people pay for it. With these labels. My father called me stupid. My this. Next thing you know, he's got that stigma in his head. All of a sudden, he's, he thinks he's stupid. And everybody else, that's it. He'll, he'll project that energy into the world. So, did you do good? You worked hard. Did you do not do good? You need to put more effort. It's not about your identity. It's about, did you put effort? You're going to succeed. If you didn't, you're not going to succeed. That's it. It's much easier. Much easier, much, much easier to deal with children. Hashem help us all. But we should all merit these six things and starve it with the three things of fear, perfection, and pride. Have a great day.